0: Hello and welcome, fellow osmologists to osmology. I'm Sue.
1: And I'm Ben. And in this episode, our newest teammate, Nick, is here to surprise us with a grab bag of questions for our last episode of the year. Welcome, Nick. Thank you, guys. It's good to be here. Cue the round of applause Woo! layover track.
0: Shh, sh- 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 I don't know how to do that.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll fix it in We'll polls. figure that
0: out. <laughs> That's why he has to start producing this thing so yeah, yeah. he can add applause for himself. <laughs> now, this is your first time on the podcast. Nicholas, but not the first time our listeners have heard of you. Ben told them all about the shoes you painted for Charlie last time. Mm-hmm. So, and we shared a picture and everything. We did,
2: yeah.
1: And Fun he can process. run so
0: fast and he can jump.
3: Yeah. He can jump higher now.
1: <laughs> yep, he can jump so high. Stick to walls with those things. It's awesome. <laughs> that's what I remember. Yeah.
0: That's what I remember.
1: And quick plug for Nick's TikTok channel. He put a video out there of the process yeah. too. So Oh, did he? Yeah.
2: yeah I, pretty I also
3: added Charlie's reaction.
1: Yeah. yeah I got a video. That's my
3: favorite part. And that's why I do it
1: for, like, things like that. Yeah. Nice. It was pretty cool. He he's was speechless. speechless yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you've met Charlie before, well, once you break through the hard candy shell, he's a pretty, pretty shy kid. Yeah. He's speechless often when you first meet him, but beyond that, <laughs> he takes a while for him to be speechless, so it was pretty cool to see. Neat. So. You ready? I, I'm,
0: I'm, nervous. I'm I'm
1: a little anxious. Yeah, yeah I'm nervous. Yeah. How do you think I feel? <laughs> well. Do we need to set the stage for what we asked Nick to to do.
0: Yeah, I, we probably should. That probably is helpful. So, last episode of the year,
1: Mm-mm.
0: we wanted to make it special. Yep. We like to have a special time, kind
1: of fun and different.
0: Yeah. So we, Ben, came up. I'm blaming. I want to get yeah. at the top here. Mm. I want to blame you.
1: You can blame me. I'll take the credit. That's how. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> okay. So Ben came up with this idea to have Nick just give us some questions, and and I think any kind of questions. Yeah, we didn't we didn't tell him specifically no what category. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope it is. I hope there are no geography questions. That is my big concern right here because I can't.
1: Do we get like a pass or a phone a friend or anything? Oh, on this
3: can
0: stuff? we phone a friend, Nick? Yeah.
1: New oh, it's
3: okay, we don't have friends. If we
0: have, yeah, yeah. all we have yeah. is each other.
3: No geography questions. My list went from 10 to about two. No.
0: It was all geography. Dang it. Okay. Um,
3: but yeah, I. so I have six more serious ones, more business related. Kay. And yeah, five fun ones, and then we'll do a speed round. Okay. That'll take probably... 20 seconds
1: all right super
0: have you met us you think it'll take <laughs> <Yeah>. 20 seconds <laughs> yeah
1: we can stretch any question into a good half hour discussion
0: yeah, yeah.
3: so for the first question my marketing professor in high school or college at Viterbo you'd always say adapt or die and so going off of that how do you keep up
1: with changes in the field how do you keep up with changes in the field Mm. Well, it's an interesting first question uh, because, like, I don't think there's really any way to keep up, right? Well, I have like, <clears throat> do,
3: like blogs, websites, seminars gurus oh wait know. so
1: you already answered the question for well me. i'm just, no, I'm just kidding. you know <laughs> so if you you could,
0: you could tell us the answers in other words we yeah. don't have to do this <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm <laughs>
1: no. no 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 just so, giving you some,
3: some food for thought yeah, i like yes, it okay
0: yes.
1: yeah. got it no i mean i i mean seriously i think my answer to the question is like you know it's it's darn near impossible to keep up because things are constantly changing but to your point, you know, there are definitely opportunities to, you know, stay as, you know, in the curve, ahead of the curve as possible, right? By education, you know, there's so many awesome opportunities from great organizations for, um, you know, training and education opportunities. And of course there's traditional education and stuff too, right. You know, your tech schools or four year schools or even postgraduate programs and everything. But, um, you know, the, the, I guess the, thing that maybe could become a bit overwhelming is the amount of stuff that's out there for you, right? Because I mean, if you, you know, if you're a avid Googler and you're looking for this kind of information, you could go all day, right? Mm -hmm. You know, all year reading stuff. And, you know, there's a bit of a filter that needs to be placed on that stuff sometimes too, because you never know who's, sometimes you definitely know who's trying to sell something, but also there's times that you, you know, don't know if they're, you know, trying to, you know, just Gain a customer or, you know, share something that helps them do what they're trying to do or helps them make money as opposed to, you know, actually providing education and, um, you know, keeping you up to speed, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. So my my answer to this would is probably oversimplistic. It's going to sound simple. It's not simple. It's follow your audience. Know who you're talking to. Yeah. And you. I think that can help you filter out some of that noise. Sure. You figure out who you need to talk to and then you go find out where they are and what they're talking about and what they're doing and then everything else can just live out in the ether and right you know yeah. that but that always comes back to that you know my stock answer of it depends yeah who are you talking to what are you trying to do <laughs> yeah so
1: well we've got this cool thing in marketing too where um like a lot of what we do is in this like sandbox test ground mm-hmm. area right so like um you know everything that you just said Love and totally agree. And when you start doing the stuff that you're trying to do for that audience, like you're gonna learn. You know, you're gonna right. test some things. and You're gonna find right. out, like, hey, does that does that work? Did that stick? If it didn't, does that mean I should never do it again, or do I just need to try with you know one variable changed or something? You know, so um, as much as people will try to tell you they're from the future, and you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> come with is, me if you want to. This live. is the way you should do it. This is the
1: way it works. Um, you know, it might not work for you every time. And sometimes you just need to test, you know. And I'm
3: sure those are like a weekly thing where guys are like, this is the way to do it. Yeah, so right.
0: Oh, sure. Weekly. That is <laughs> a very, yeah, daily, every hourly. So, so yeah.
3: knowing your audience.
0: Yeah. Yes.
3: So my second question is when you get assigned a project, how much time do you usually expect to take? Like, I guess it depends on the We're project. Now, are you every... asking us?
0: Because it's very different than for you guys. We're going to answer every question
1: with it depends.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, depends on the
1: audience. Yeah. It really does though, right? Yeah. I mean, it totally depends. And it's really tough to even give a vague time range. I mean, I will say like general marketing tasks, projects that come to us, like a, you know, I think we have a unwritten, uh, I don't think this is written anywhere, uh, that, you know, like, two weeks is like, you shouldn't expect much sooner than that. Of course there's emergency things, there's quick changes, there's mm-hmm. quick adaptations of stuff that already exists that can be turned around really quickly or whatever. And then there's full blown campaigns, branding projects, yeah. research that will <laughs> take years, you know? So right. I mean, um, you know, it's tough to to say without knowing the entire scope of the project or what it is we're looking at doing. But,
0: yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a very vague question.
2: So, yes, sorry. very vague but. question.
0: I'm I'm a real stickler for uh, overthink. I'm a real overthinker, and I think the I think one of the things that people that we don't maybe talk enough about, especially with the organizations we work with, um, is the idea that you have you have to take it and you have to do some assessment before you. Before you dive in, it's nothing is, nothing is, immediate and simple, really. Right. right. And even some of the simplest projects that people might hand over, um, there can be aspects of it that, if you are, uh, I don't know, if you're, if you are looking at it from a ten thousand foot view, turns what could be a really simple project into. Yeah. A big, complex yeah. conversation that spans weeks. That sounded a little like an excuse. Well, That's just how I do my job. Well, and I,
1: just, I mean, honestly, let's balance it out. The flip side of that too is big, complex thing can be requested or come in or be in development and all of a sudden the moment happens where you're like, wait like let's take this thing that we just did and let's tweak it and we'll likely get the same result or you know, let's boil this down and we can do something way more simple than this full blown fill in the blank, whatever that thing is that we were initially thinking. So both happen for sure. And I think the kind of people that we are, um, especially when we're concerned about people's happiness or satisfaction with us, right? It's easy for us to, feel the pain of like, ah, oh, this thing that came in that we thought was going to be kind of simple, got blown up and stretched out. And, you know, how does everybody feel about that? And our concern about whether or not people feel good about that, you know? So like that stuff sticks with us a little bit, but the opposite happens from time. It mm-hmm.
2: to-
1: happens often too, where like something comes in, it's like, wait a minute, like this can be way simpler. Let's just do it this way. Right. So.
0: Right. And- well, and also we wouldn't do the blown up version of something if we didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. Right. We don't do it to pattern our hours.
2: Yeah.
0: We want less. We actually want (laughs) less work. We want it to be all more efficient. That's actually the
1: thing that we have to figure out is making less work of it,
0: right? (laughs) Right.
3: But I could relate that to shoes. Me thinking it's going to take an hour to do like a simple project. Something goes wrong. And then it's like you're trying to retrace your steps. It takes five hours. But Yeah. Has the um,
1: flip happened where you thought, you know, something, oh, man, this is going to take me a week and all this yeah. crap. Like, oh. So that's why it's better to say you're going to get it done in like maybe two weeks
3: and get it done in five days, sure. you know, than rather being like, I'll get it done in five
1: takes two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and things are constantly changing, you know, okay. going back to your first question and stuff where, you know, if you think something's going to take a shorter amount of time and something along the way tells you, yeah. This isn't going to happen like that. That's where all those good old-fashioned principles of communication and stuff come in, right? You know, like just, hey, you know, things change, you know. And, um, you know, whether you're doing work for yourself or for a client or something, like just being real about that and identifying it when it happens or when you know it's going to happen is better than like trying to limp along or squeeze something in, you know. Being honest, yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Have
3: you ever gotten caught in that trap where, yeah, we can get that done in a week and maybe in your earlier life
1: oh yeah yeah and today
0: when you you say earlier life do you mean this week yeah Yeah. (laughs) you mean like earlier this morning yeah
1: for sure yeah and you know for any number of reasons my uh, inability you know in that instance to fully assess the project or understand everything about it or you know complete completely unknown circumstances that all of a sudden it's Mm -hmm. like shoot (laughs) this is not what we thought it was going to be you know so yeah yeah it, it certainly has happened and continues to, but you learn, right you learn, and I think they're they're limited um, or and/or um, sometimes that situation winds up being a good thing because you learn something along the way, and you're like, shoot, like this wind up this could wind up being a really cool thing if we take this extra time to mm-hmm. do it this way or add this to the mix, whatever, right? Yeah, that's a great answer.
3: How do you ensure marketing costs stay within the budget?
0: What now? <laughs> I don't. What's
1: a budget?
3: I don't
0: understand. <laughs> Can you rephrase the question? <laughs> I think that question was be... for
1: the accounting podcast. Yeah, They're yeah. upstairs right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> we kid. We kid. We're
1: kidding.
3: The, the marketing department credit card. There's no no ceiling. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think. I actually think we're pretty frugal. Mm. I think we, uh, we're we really analytical about what we spend money on. And we will spend money. We, will sp- we spend good money is always my opinion. Yeah. If, it, if something is worth spending the money on, we'll do it, yeah. even if it is hard to justify it to someone outside of our industry. Yeah, But if it's not worth spending money on, or time, which equals money. I I think we're really frugal about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And probably something I'm a bit hypersensitive to and don't know how real this actually is. But for me personally, I think it might be like, I might be on the other side of that where I'm maybe too conservative sometimes or frugal, right? Like there's times that maybe it makes sense to dedicate more, particularly dollars, you know, like Mm -hmm. just spending more on some things. Time budget, I think I'm pretty, you know, that's something that I think um, I probably overspend on often or overcommit (laughs) ourselves or myself, you know, the whole team to things. But um, from a dollar standpoint, and, and, you know, I think that that part of that is one, my previous life of being self-employed, you know, and every dollar you spent, like you looked at it as your own dollar you were spending, right? I mean, that's... That was kind of the mindset. Um, what, and I think that that mindset can live alongside the um, theory of, you know, got to spend money to make money, right? You know, I think that there's a healthy place in between there. Um, but then even from, you know, uh, the aspect of our organization, every dollar that we spend, you know, we have to think, this, this is members' dollars mm-hmm. that we're spending, you know? And so, um, you know, that responsibility and frugality, that's a word, Right. It is now. Um, It is now, yeah, (laughs) is super important and um, that balance between being responsible and frugal and doing what we need to do to continue to grow and take some risks and, you know, invest in things that we think will move us, the organization, and our members' dollars forward, you know, we, we have to do, right?
0: Yeah. So I think really the question to, the answer to how do you avoid overspending is by knowing pretty precisely what you're spending for and then making choices. I if you I do honestly believe if you are making good choices based on based on data, based on what you know, based on your expertise and for example, if you're spending money on a campaign and the campaign is not successful, that does not necessarily equate directly to you overspent on the campaign. The spend might not be the problem it could be something within the campaign right Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so you avoid overspending by being conscientious of the money you spend and Mm
1: -hmm. yeah Yeah. and being comfortable with the results whatever they are right yeah okay
3: next question when is the time to ask another agency for help or how quickly do you ask another agency for help
0: good question that's a great question
3: like when is the time
0: i think we have to be we have to be intelligent about what our limitations are both in terms of capacity and in terms of skill and you know we've worked with other outside agencies and um super talented people
2: mm-hmm.
0: and if you, you you just have to be realistic the the time to ask for help is when you can't do the thing that you have to do and you have to deliver a good product and then you can get help. Yeah. I'm going for the oversimplified answers today. <laughs> has it
3: has it ever gone south asking for help and it didn't reach expectations?
0: I can think of one example.
1: Yeah. I can think of a couple. Um and you know, I think that that's just a risk that you're gonna take any time that you have to like give up some control and trust somebody else to do your work for you. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so many, there's so many things that could happen that could make you feel at the end of it all, like that it backfired or that's something didn't go quite right. They missed the creative style. They overspent. They Mm -hmm. didn't deliver on time, right? There's like a lot of things that could happen. And I think, you know, anytime that you're trusting an outside agency, like you have to take all those things into consideration. And, um, you know, again, you know, maybe through trust and, you know, a development of a relationship, you m- might learn what to expect, right. And take comfort in what you get from the people that you trust. So, um, and this is, you know, I'm definitely living in a hypothetical land here, but if you get what you, um, are looking for at a price, that's super affordable, really efficient or something like that. And, uh, you know, creatively it's, you know, on point and, you know, looking what you were looking for. Um, but it's always a little bit late. You have to decide whether or not you're comfortable with that. You yeah. Know? And same thing all the way. You know, with all of those. You know, just like think of it as like scales. And you know, I there's you know I think most of the time agencies and stuff provide a pretty balanced balanced experience. It's at a price that you're expecting to pay. It's the quality or service that you're looking for. And you know, it's on time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but we know that sometimes those things maybe come out of balance a little bit and how comfortable are are you with it? How good are both of you at like communicating those things and, you know, making sure that you're on the same page. And um, I think that especially in in our work, again, where things are constantly changing and there's so many variables, you do need to have a little bit of comfort with some squishiness when it comes Mm -hmm. to like, you know, looking at those things on a balance or on a scale, right? So.
0: Well and I think another thing that comes to play for us and i'll will go ahead and speak for both of us um, because we both have our areas of expertise that you do you are always sort of battling that uh, that little gremlin in the back of your head that says i wouldn't I wouldn't have done it that way mm, sure and it doesn't mean it's not valid
2: right
0: It doesn't mean it's not good work it means you yourself if you had had the time wouldn't have done it the same way yeah, yeah. and uh, you you do have to kind of tamp down that little demon and be like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got done.
2: Yeah,
1: and yeah, and this is where like the work that we do is so different than the accountant, right? And not to pick on the accounting people all day, we promise we love you, but you know, <laughs> they're not to, listening. Don't worry. To your, yeah, worry. <laughs> to your um, you know, to your point of like, I wouldn't have done it that way, and like having that voice in the back of your head, like. If you're making a spreadsheet balance, and that's way oversimplifying what accountants do. Again, I mean no offense, but like there's no argument there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like y- you do it the way that it, you know, has to balance, and maybe there's different techniques and formulas and functions and stuff. Again, I don't mean to well, oversimplify, the but The
3: Excel sheet could be
1: colored. Th- yeah, right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right, but the result is the same, right? Like balance yeah. at the end. And for us, you know, the you know the output could be. Totally different based on who's doing the work or their process or whatever. So,
3: but yeah, I liked how you brought up trust because anything out of your control, you kind of just have to kind of live with it. At the end of the day, if you're right. paying someone to do it, you're giving them the control. So, yeah.
0: yeah. He looked you right in the eyes when he said I know. that yep. too. It's, just so you yeah, know, it's really targeted. My
1: soul is still burning. Think,
0: so. <laughs> you're paying yeah. someone to do that. Disrespectful. <laughs> people paying, in the eye. We're paying a guy to do that. <laughs>
3: Second to last question. For the Second se- to last, serious. the serious
0: the business okay. question.
3: Okay. Whenever we do a project of our own, do you always think we can try to turn this idea into multiple pieces of content? Is that always the the idea?
2: If yes. If we had
0: 50 hours a day, <laughs> man, the stuff we could do with more time, more people, I that, yeah. that is always a thing that plagues me. Like, mm-hmm. All of the things that we could blow up, blow up in a nice way. Yeah, that we could turn into multiple different pieces of content and not and be using over a more extended period of time. So that is a thing that I regret sometimes. The grind that we go through prevents some of that for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. To be a brat about your question, like the word always, like. You know, it's just like the words "always" and "never." You know, I'm always like triggered when I hear them. It's
3: like, always, well, I mean, not, are you always not,
0: triggered? It's so never not like myself. Right?
3: You're, tr- you're triggered from elementary when you got to watch out for those true and false questions. Right, right. Always yeah.
1: and never. Yep. Yeah. So you know, it's. I think that there's times that you you create something for what it is or what it's for or where it's going to live, and you just know like that's where it's going to be that's what it's going to be and it doesn't need to be anything else or you know transformed for any other channel or whatever right um if the options there but well and almost always you know (laughs) like you're just because i think it's just so much work goes into the front end of a lot of what we do right Mm -hmm. the creative concept all of the research the you know initial designs or you know again depending on what what we're actually creating here—the initial writing—to um, then just take it and modify it for something else or a different distribution channel or whatever—like um, why not do those things? And the answer to why not is it still takes time. Yeah,
0: because yeah. <laughs> we've moved on. Because we moved on,
1: thing.
3: and yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay,
0: great question.
1: Yeah, that's a good. One. Great answers.
3: Um, okay, last question for the series note. Do you have a hobby outside of work that helps you be a better leader?
1: Ooh. I mean, I can start with this one. I mean, I, between coaching football, which I did for uh, many, many years um, from little peewee uh, age uh, up to varsity high school, um, plenty of opportunity there to lead and grow and coach, right? Um, and then now... Um, More recently, um, the work that I do through Rotary, lots of opportunity to lead teams, uh, coach, um, provide inspiration, you know, a lot of things that I think um, good leaders need to do. So, I mean, those are a couple for me that have been very present in my life and have taken up a lot of time out of work that I think have helped, uh, you know, as far as leading this team or, you know, coaching here at work and, being on a team, being on, you know, this team and on the greater organization's team, right? So, yeah, th- those are those are two that are really big in my life that have happened in the last decade and a half, two decades,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. Led the team to state? We did go to state and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I was part of a great, great team of coaches there that, um, you know, everybody played their role just like any healthy team, but... Um, yeah, just mean, trying to give credit really cool. where credit yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? I appreciate it. And I'll, oh, okay. I'll very quickly <laughs> deflect uh, as much of that credit because <laughs> lots of big brains on that coaching staff that made that happen, and great athletes and students and humans, you know, that made yeah. that team uh, really successful. But yeah, that was a fun year. Humble sure. teamwork. Yeah, love it. How about you, Sue?
0: So I have, I have two ways I can answer this. My number one answer. And it's not a hobby is I had three kids Mm. and a house and all of that stuff to keep, you know, I do often, now I I definitely, I definitely try to make a really sharp delineation between my kids and the team, right? I don't like, I am that I'm not like a mom person. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I am actually a mom but I'm not <laughs> I'm not like a mom person. So I do like that there that's not a fuzzy line in my in my mind, but I definitely learned from having, you know, from having a family, especially once they start out numbering you. Uh, <laughs> I, I there there is a lot that I learned from that about, you know, when you're put into a situation where you, you know, when you have a family, the ideal is everyone has to be moving forward together and you don't get just, you don't really have the option to say, oh, well, that person's going to go do their own thing. Like my five-year-old's going to go play in the yeah. road now and it's, you know, that's his thing and he's yeah. just going to be cool doing that. Um, you, you have to help move everyone forward together to, do, to accomplish anything um, and I, I think that's that's a lesson that I try and bring in. You can't you you have to make sure that everyone is working together. You don't pretend that you're a family. I don't think, but there is that aspect of you know we have we all have a shared fate. We all have to work toward that shared fate, yeah. and you know we don't need to kind of gussy it up with oh we're all a family and we're all you know, that yeah. if that works for a team. That works for a team. Yeah. I don't see it that way. I see that we all have a thing that we have to do together,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is the same as having a family. The other answer I have is um, I have really solitary hobbies. I do gardening. I take pictures. I do things that I don't need people around me for. Um, I think I do some of that stuff because I am an introvert, and that's where I'm recharging my battery. Mm-hmm. And so for me doing those solitary ha- uh, solitary hobbies, especially gardening, which, uh, which is a spot where I can, and I've said this before on the podcast, my brain can go where it needs to go, and it helps solve problems because I'm dealing, like I can deal with something that is practical and go put my brain on autopilot, and I, I think that makes me a better leader too because it's not always about lessons in leadership sometimes it's it's just about taking care of like tending tending your own emotional garden yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. giving, giving your, your mind a break yeah, yeah giving yourself that time and yeah yeah
1: and the tomatoes are going to do what they're going to do darn it it's true as much That's as you want to help it's true. Them.
0: and <laughs> this year they did very little <laughs> very little
1: as you were talking about uh being a mom and kids and stuff, I just uh, was picturing this analogy of an independent self-starter five-year-old that, um, you know, you could just leave because they're, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they've got those qualities, right? Yeah. Doesn't quite work. Well, that you know, and that,
0: that's what came up on their, uh, on their performance review. Oh. And I said to them. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Listen, you got to be more independent. Yeah, kid. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I mean, I really need a self-starter in this position. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have to cut you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Be home at six for dinner. Yeah. All right. yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on to some fun questions. Hey, those were fun. Woo. Favorite book and why? Is that is that fun? Is it? sure. It's not, not fun. Yeah. Okay. It's fun.
1: Well it gets better um, gets better just no that okay. that these That's are good That's a good, good. one these don't worry
2: okay. it, it's
1: to. so tough because you know we're talking fiction nonfiction, right like to pick favorite book Oh, that is really tough A love of mice and men it's a classic for me i don't know why it's just i've always liked it since oh, they made us read it in such high school yeah such a good, one. Yeah. Yeah, it's such Great a good book. one right um and but then there's i really this is this is probably just like the dude to me that just loves picture books and stuff right
2: <laughs> but, where the wild yeah. things are
1: yeah well hey that is a great one <laughs> that's too a good one. but i i love like the um like picture the boutique downtown shop that sells the awesome like coffee table books like i love those kind of books like i have one that's called like classic rock stories or something like that and it's kind of like the origin story of some of like the best rock songs ever made like you know, what the hidden message is or where they were when they wrote it, how quickly they wrote it. I mean, and that's like kind of amazing sidebar here, like how some of these amazing hits that are just like classic songs that are going to be around forever were like literally written on a napkin in 15 minutes in a bar in London or something, you know what I mean? Just And then meanwhile other people are like racking their brain to create the next big thing or whatever. So like some of those stories that you get out of like, cool little quick hitter books like that, I think are cool. Or, you know, even like I was kind of joking about the picture book thing, but, um, once upon a time I got this gift, uh, that was, that, uh, was a book called Barns of Nebraska. And guess what's in the book? It's pictures it of Barns Are they in
0: Nebraska? In Nebraska. <laughs> Sweet.
1: But it's, you know, beautiful photography with a central theme around agriculture and farms and barns and everything. This is beautiful, you know? And so like, I love to be able to just like thumb through a book like that and get like the good vibes that come through beautiful images or quick hitter stories and stuff like that. So I'm totally dodging the answer to your question of favorite book. So we'll just go with *Of Mice and Men, but I also love like that genre of like coffee table intrigue, mm-hmm. you know? So Love it.
0: Love it. So Lit- I'm going to go, I'm going to keep the liter- literary theme and my First answer, my initial answer, would be To Kill a Mockingbird, because that is also one that read it in school, loved it ever since, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if I'm really honest, that's not really the genre of books that are my favorite books. Mm. My favorite books are Stephen King books. And so that is, but I I also, I couldn't pick one. That's the problem. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you what is my favorite Stephen King book.
1: Cool, I mean, yeah, wow. I've never read a Stephen King book.
0: I've There's seen plenty. Some of
1: the movies, yeah, there, there are, are yeah. plenty. There's two or, <laughs> two or three, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: he's yeah. on like his fourth book now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a real up and comer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Steve. Steve.
3: <laughs> if he was a stock, put all your money into yep. Steve, yeah, right? Yeah, yep, yep, no. yep. Those are good answers, though. Um, who would you like to play in a movie?
0: So, we we are the actors. Yeah, actor? you. Yep, yep. Okay. Wow. Hmm.
1: Great question. We're going to have to cut some dead space here. Yeah, is
0: the yeah, yeah just this spin? is all.
1: Do we skip this one?
3: No, no, it's no. No, no. No, no,
0: we're okay. Not. Okay. no skipsies. No, no skipsies. <laughs> no, no. If we skip it, we're not coming back to it. Our right. brains are yeah. gone. Oh, you know what? We'll, why don't we pick for each other?
2: Okay. Okay? okay yeah. We'll that pick sounds for fun. each other.
0: Okay. I think, let me think. Who do I, I think you should play a young Jimmy Carter. I think you would be, that's, oh that's who you're going to play yeah. in his biopic. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy Carter. Can that you actually do like, sounds kind of fun. A little Georgia, little Georgia accent. That's just like, is, that's such your vibe, is bro. Georgia,
1: is Georgia, is that when they have like the molasses kind of, slip know, a yeah. slippery little. <laughs> I think you're
2: I'd going have to, to down, down Louisiana. I'm going Louisiana. a little too far south. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, the words just kind of slip out of your mouth. That's He's a little more Louisiana.
0: Light. He has kind of a nice light. Yeah.
1: I'll start studying.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's my was, pick for you. Is
1: I'll just be Benjamin in character Carter. for the next year i I figure this okay, out. Okay,
0: great. <laughs> we can't wait. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you can't wait.
0: <laughs> calling in Katie That's cool. Rosalind. Think, yeah. That'll
1: be fun. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is really tough, though. You know, this is maybe just recency bias. I just watched Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, okay. and I just see Octavia Spencer
0: I, with you. Do I give off on Octavia Whatever Spencer? Whatever role
1: she's playing.
0: one... Big difference, but... Yeah,
1: there's one big difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I feel a certain energy through her mm. characters, I think, that okay. aligns with you. So I, I think Oct- you'd you'd
0: be... She was in natural. the help.
1: She was help.
0: She, yeah. she, in, she help. The yeah. in the help, <laughs> she, yes, yeah. She gave the pie in the help. Yes, I will take Octavia okay. Spencer, right. thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and who's Nick going to play? Justin Timberlake.
3: Sure, I like it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yes. We're all happy. (laughs) Okay, what's your biggest fear? It's kind of generic, but... Oh. Wow.
0: This is a fun question. Maybe I just kind of wanted to know. Fun (laughs) question. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're having fun.
0: (laughs) Everybody have fun. What's your biggest fear?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, this is totally a, a lazy answer, but a legit one. Just being a dad and actually just coming off of like a week and a half of my kids being sick, not like super sick, but just, you know, flu type stuff. Anytime I see them unhappy or hurting, like it just crushes my heart. So like big fear is anything happening to them, you know, any, so again, maybe the easy way out. Cause I think every parent feels this fear, right. And is probably their real biggest fear if you boiled it down, but um, also snakes, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I was expecting clowns. Yeah.
2: Now that I think oh, of it.
1: Gosh, you know, oh, clowns. clowns. You know not the clown You know, if I had to choose like
2: if you had to be, be trapped a roof, in a room yeah. with
1: a clown or with a venomous snake, I might pick the snake. And just trust my <laughs> athletic ability to stay away from it.
0: You don't trust your athletic ability to stay away from the clown?
1: I don't. You never know who's under the mask. What if that person it's is... True.
0: Dodgy. Yeah. Oof, it's true.
1: Yeah. I want to say
3: you're nine times out of ten more athletic than the clown. So... <laughs> you think so? Okay. Yeah. yeah so. I don't
0: know. They have a pretty physical job. Right? Yeah. yeah. Could be. Who knows? I
1: mean, you've seen them make balloons. Imagine if your neck is the balloon, I think. <laughs> Just don't be scared of
3: it.
0: You're such yeah. a weirdo. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Like you eight. know my greatest fear? And it is so unfounded. Well, it's I think it's 80s movies that instilled this in me. Being accused of a murder I didn't commit and not being able. I know. Like a
3: cold case and it's just, well, you were in the area. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And not being able to get out of it. So like going to prison for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know why or where that. No, I think it's movies and TV is where that came from. Thanks, Dateline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A normal person would have called 911, but you didn't, did you? (laughs) Yeah. But also my kids and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
0: Wow. Um That is hard. That is hard. Three. We okay. No, we can do it though. It's not too hard. Okay. Nothing's too hard for us, okay. Nick. <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing you that energy, but I am. I would pick. I would pick Martin Luther King Jr. Um. Abraham Lincoln. And uh, Lawrence Nightingale. Wow. That is like the most PC answer. That, definitely. That's, it's not true. <laughs> my, my, my answer is like Kelly Clarkson, Justin yeah. Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I think last week's Sunday inspirational post I did for
0: Yeah, Oh, yes. That is definitely where Florence Nightingale's name okay. came from. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But,
1: nice. Yeah, I, it's tough to not pick like, yeah, the big figures like Michael Jordan. I mean, be, <laughs> but I think picking them f- for an answer to this question is more like, I just, I'd just i like to meet them, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if I had three people and just had an opportunity to have dinner with them, I think I'd pick, um, like, this might sound lame, but I'd pick my mom. Um, I have a brother who passed away in 02. I'd, I'd love to have dinner with him. That'd be cool. Um, and then like, I don't somebody, gosh, I'm going to pick my friend, Renee Durham, her last name's Tyner now, who, um, I, I totally got to send her a link to this and say, Hey, I shouted you out, even though we haven't talked in like 10 years. <laughs> but, um, I met her through, um, back when I was doing, uh, some youth leadership stuff with the national FFA organization. We did conference facilitation and she was one of my teammates and just an awesome person, amazing human being. And um, I would pick some, I, I'm going to pick her so I can give a mm-hmm. name and actually answer the question. Um, but I would pick somebody like that or maybe even three people like that, that I met somewhere along the way that I just loved. And then life happens and you fall out to of touch or whatever and just like catch up. How you doing? What's, what's going on?
0: That's really good. I'm jealous of your answer now. Oh, okay. Sorry. I am. Because there are people like from high school. Yeah, right? And grade yeah. school. I just want to know what's
1: going on. Yeah. And with, with, like, social media and stuff, you can l- know enough, like, of what they you know, have. You know, they have kids now or whatever, right? You know, you yeah. can learn enough. But, like, how's that going? Yeah. You know, what's the journey been like and all that? Yeah. That's
3: awesome. And, yeah, it's kind of do you pick people that you just are a fanboy over right. and that don't even really care about you? Right. Or- yeah.
2: Yeah. So. But
0: but we actually are the kind of people that believe they would care about us at the end of the <laughs> day.
2: Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "What is Ben?" Doing? Oh, we make them care. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: okay, last one. Have you ever had your "I've made it" moment, like in life, maybe, in general?
0: Not yet. I don't know. You're like a baby, yet. though.
1: Oh gosh.
3: Just quite. A
0: little bit baby.
1: Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I think there's always more. So I don't know this, gosh, this question actually makes me a little sad because you're just like constantly chasing, you know, but I don't know. I think there's been some moments. Yeah. I'm I'm just (laughs) greedy. There's been some huge life moments where I feel like, yeah, I've made it. This is great. Marriage, kids, stuff like that. Huge Mm -hmm. moments. But uh, and and even at work like i mean there have been some really cool moments here where like gosh you know this is where i'm supposed to be and but um but there's just always there's just always the next thing yeah. so there's always something to I look for yeah
3: that's yeah. a tough question that's there,
0: tough. I, yeah i don't have i still don't have any desire to like hit a pinnacle and then coast yeah the rest of the way that's to me that's what comes to mind like i've made it okay now i'm done and i can't even picture that mm-hmm so, i same as you though. I've, I've I've had really great moments. Yeah, I've had yeah. moments. Where I've been like, oh, maybe that was what I was working up to, like professionally, or sure. But, yeah. but I can always see the next thing that I want to do, and there's always more
2: mm-hmm.
0: to get yeah. done.
1: This question makes me think of a moment growing up when my grandparents we um, we were all camping. Like I don't know three of our like families, like my my whole immediate family and one of my mom, or a couple of my mom's sisters and all their kids, like a lot of my cousins we went camping in West Salem, Wisconsin. And there was a um, like softball diamond at the campground. And we just played like a pickup game of softball. And there was enough of us kids that we could do this. Yeah, I know, <laughs> big families. Um, and I have this picture burned in my brain of my grandparents sitting in like the classic folding lawn chairs behind the uh, backstop, just watching us play. And I don't know how old I was, but I was old enough to like have the appreciation for that moment to see my grandparents and think like, man, like what are they thinking right now? Mm -hmm. Like I could see that moment being like an, I've made it sort of moment. Like, look at what we've created this family and these humans, these people, right? Right. And now we're just like watching them play a pickup game of softball. Like how cool is that? You know, so, but even then, like, I don't know if, you know, they had more to do, you know, right after that moment, and it was just a softball game. But I don't know, I guess, I'm, we're probably both the kind of people that like appreciate that moment in time, right. and then
0: and they're like, okay, what's next? What's next? What else yep. can we do? <laughs> you know, another thing I thought of, uh, probably a moment that I felt, and I, I hadn't made it, but <laughs> a moment I felt so good about professionally is when we did. This is a few years ago now. We did the video that my parents got to be in. Mm. Like that, that was a super big deal to me because it was like I profession, like my professional life aligned in a way that I got to invite my parents in. They still didn't understand what I did for a living, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> they got to be a part of it and then I got to sort of share them with people. Yeah. So that felt, that was significant to yeah. me.
1: Super cool, and just being like a playing a small role in that project, and now with your mom gone, like I feel proud that like you have that moment like on camera, like so cool. So that's special.
0: And and Michaela going, they're so cute. (gasps) don't tell him I said that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Is that it? Round. Is it that, speed yeah, round time? That is it for the fun questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, air quotes. Fun. Air quotes for the fun.
3: Are we... Should we do the speed round and then... Let's do awesome. it. On to the lightning round. Should we go person, person, or you both just... Answer?
1: We'll go... I'll, I'll answer the first one first, and then we'll flip. Okay. Cool? Got it. Okay. Dog or cat? Dog.
0: Dog.
3: Plans or Surprises. Plans.
0: All plans.
3: Share food or don't share food? Share food.
0: Yeah, share food. I get offended when people won't share my food. This happens all the time with me and Doc. I'm like, mm. you should try this. No, that's fine. What? Yeah. You have to try <laughs> sharing my food. Wrong. Eat you... off my fork. <laughs> <laughs> I insist. <laughs>
3: Here comes the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why that's every weird. time you I haven't tried <laughs> so, that. every yeah. time. So, that's Chug- the problem. Chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> split the bill or take turns paying? Take turns paying.
0: I don't take turns. <laughs> I let you pay sometimes. Oh, thanks. That's about it. But It's an honor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not. Anytime. Am, yeah. I'm notably, I cause fights, about. I don't like to take turns paying just let me pay shut up eat your food yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> late night or early night late mm.
0: early night early morning ben franklin all the way baby uh, yeah. early better early to rise <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, toilet paper over or under <laughs> over
0: what is wrong with you what's the right answer nick This Uh, should have come up. Definitely over. Oh, thank God. Yes, over. To anyone
3: that says We can continue to work together. Thanks. Unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Opt out. Um, Snow or sand? Sand. Sand. That was my last one. I really wish I had more. That was good. Yeah. We liked it. I wish I had more of these, though. This is fun. The lightning ones are fun.
0: Hey, brother. No regrets. It's all nice. It's all good. Not even one letter. (laughs) Right. You did a great yeah, job. Yeah, nicely
1: done. Great job Thank on the you. questions. That was fun. A fun way to wrap up another season of yeah. the podcast. That's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's, I, I think it's especially good for two people who love to hear themselves talk so much they yeah. are so fond of their right. own opinion. Well, I, I loved <laughs> asking
3: the questions. So.
0: That's why we all get along so well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks for your help, Nick. We should, uh, before we officially wrap up, let's, uh, dive into our something awesome segment where we recommend events, things, podcasts, content, stuff that are worth sharing. Uh, and I'm going to kick it off with this really awesome article that is way over my head scientifically. Um, and so much so that I actually had to take exact notes of what's in the article of this really cool scientific breakthrough that happened recently, uh, related to nuclear fusion energy. Now I'm not like, I'm not like a science geek or anything like that. I'm like, just curious enough that like, I'm intrigued by astrology and, um, you know, the science, you know,
0: did Astro- I say astrology? Yeah, astrology astronomy
1: or astronomy. See, this is proof that I'm not You're a big not a science geek at all. Yeah, I'm definitely not a geek. Astronomy is what I you meant. Know, but, um, star sign. Yeah, or,
0: right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm a Taurus, by the way. That's,
3: but,
0: a, <laughs> that's such a Taurus thing to do. I know. Go ahead. That, yeah.
1: That's what yeah. I instantly thought of.
3: I'm
0: like, <laughs> I wonder what his sign, <laughs> astrology, <laughs> science.
1: We'll just edit that out so I don't look like no, a fool. No, we
0: won't. Who's I'm this we used to i just going to put it
1: on repeat. Yeah, Anyway, um, so we're going to share a link to a New York Times article that talks about this scientific breakthrough for um, nuclear fusion energy. something that people have been working on for a long, long time. It's, it's been like in movies. It's kind of like science fiction-y because it has seemingly been like impossible to figure out the process in a way that it's actually usable uh, to solve our problem of... Um, carbon footprint and you know non-sustainable energy that we're still using. Um, and so basically to keep it brief here, um, what this is is it's essentially the same process that the sun uses to create energy. And there's a way for us to do this in labs. The problem has always been that um, it always took way more energy to create the process uh, that winds up creating this energy than the energy that we actually get out of it, right? So just this year in December, um, at the time of this recording, 15 days ago, um, (laughs) and and this is where I'm going to go word for word just so I don't screw it up, Um, 192 giant lasers at the laboratory's National Ignition Facility blasted a small cylinder about the size of a pencil eraser that contained a frozen nubbin, coolest word ever, of hydrogen encased in diamond. The laser beams entered at the top and bottom of the cylinder, vaporizing it. That generated an inward onslaught of X-rays that compresses a BB sized fuel pellet of deuterium, deuterium and tritrium. Again, not a science nerd. If I was, I'd know how to say those things, which are the heavier forms of oxygen, the heavier forms of hydrogen. Last thing that I'll share here, word for word. In a brief moment lasting less than 100 trillionths of a second, 2.05 megajoules of energy, roughly the equivalent of a pound of TNT, bombarded the hydrogen pellet, outflowed a flood of neutron particles, the product of fusion, which carried about three megajoules of energy, a factor of a 1.5 energy gain. So lots of big words there. Sorry for that, everyone. The big takeaway is, they put a ton of energy into the thing. They got a ton and more energy out, and proved that they can do this process in a way that actually has a higher output than the input. So maybe the initial steps to creating a sustainable form of huge energy that could power the planet, right? So. Um, I think we've got a long way to go before this is, you know, a real thing, right? It still feels a little science fictiony, but, um, you know, a huge step in a big problem that we have Mm -hmm. on the planet is like figuring out how we can do what we do to, you know, continue to grow our society and our civilizations using the technology that we need to in a way that's, um, you know, not going to wind up killing the planet or killing humanity, right? So I'm totally going doomsday there. It's a huge, huge moment and lots of science in the article. So we'll share the link if you're curious about that kind of stuff. But I um, thought it was really cool.
0: That is really cool. Yeah. And I wish I Sounds understood awesome. it yeah, sorry better. That. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> we'll so share some links not to not another podcast
1: that might uh, like explain it uh, so we can all yeah. understand
0: it. Yeah. Do you have something awesome to share, Nick? I do. Yeah. I
3: chose me being the shoe guy East Bay. I don't know if yeah. you've heard of that. Oh yeah. Like apparel, clothing, shoes. Um they're going out of business, so they have 50% off. I didn't know website. that East is going out of business. Yep. So, I recently bought a pair of shoes 50% mm. off. So, if you ever if you need a pair of shoes,
1: <laughs> t-shirt, <laughs> Now I don't know if you
3: know Not the answer to this question.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well and probably a good thing because they're going out of business. <laughs> yep, yeah. East Bay owns Foot Locker, right?
3: Yeah, they're like parent companies. Foot Locker isn't going out of business. Okay. Though. So Foot Locker's but East stick Bay around is East
1: Bay's
0: going away. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. Their loss is your gain. Right. Get to the website. <laughs> yeah. Get some tennis Take shoes. Take
1: advantage of that discount. Yeah. Did you ever do the big East Bay tent sale? People in Wisconsin or in the Midwest probably only know about this, but. Yeah. 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 That was like a big annual event for us. Just going like stocked up and got all the stuff that you normally couldn't afford.
3: For like 70%. Yeah. It's good times.
2: Yeah.
0: Gotta keep them kids in shoes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, completely different than either one of yours, but I do like to make sure that no matter what expertise i bring to the podcast what you know what knowledge i'm able to share that everyone remembers i am basic <laughs> just super super basic so the thing i want to share <laughs> and recommend is the show Wednesday on Netflix uh, if you're not oh, it is so it's good it's so good it's got mystery to it it's fun to watch i used to love the adams family as a kid cuz that that was one you know when you had Okay. Legendarily, when you only had three channels and all that yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah. and everything was a, was a rerun and you could watch the Adam's Family. I love the Addams Family. So yeah, bringing it back, man. Yeah. So good.
1: I was super skeptical and Katie wanted to watch it. And I was like, yeah, you can watch that one by yourself. Don't worry. We don't, you don't need to wait for me <laughs> or anything like that. And then, um, yeah, it was just like one of those nights where she was watching it and I Watched for a bit, and I'm like, oh, this actually looks really good. Can we start this over? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good, really well done.
0: Yeah, and beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. Oh yeah, and visually, really. Definitely. Didn't,
1: really... didn't it break records? Yeah, for I think yeah. its opening. Yeah, yeah, it's like opening the most week or most. Oh, I think it's the most streamed Netflix show ever. Now, am I? Maybe I'm making I that up. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's saying So something.
0: what you're saying is I'm not basic. You are not. I'm on trend. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's all I care about. Yeah. So we will share links to that stuff. You probably have already watched Wednesday. That's okay. I'll right. still share a link so you can see because <laughs> it is so good. We'll share those along with uh, any other cool links that we can share. Um, and a reminder to everyone listening that you can see all of those links. And you can find us on your favorite podcast or you can always visit our blog com slash blog you can see all of our episodes there and other interesting and useful stuff I am of course biased because I think it's interesting and useful but I put it there (laughs) so (laughs) I would
1: (laughs) that's right awesome so make sure to go check that stuff out and yeah go back and listen to some of the other awesome stuff that's been put out it really is awesome not just because Sue says it is (laughs) Uh, But that's it for this episode. Thanks again, Nick, for joining us. Thanks for putting together all those awesome questions. And thank you, friends, for tuning in. This is Sue, Ben, and Nick, your self-proclaimed professors of osmology, reminding you that life's awesome if you make it awesome.
2: We'll see you next time.